birds are no longer there. Hello, my friends, it's Andy and Hedia coming to you. And, oh, Andy and the lion coming to you from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of the ResurrectMinistry.com portfolio. Yes. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I'm just trying to mix it up. me. I'm just trying to find something interesting to say. We love Jesus and we're sharing the yes. gospel as far and as wide as we can. Oh, I just suddenly remembered I forgot to email back Jordan to do the Zoom. We have a new um, Muslim friend that wants to talk about the gospel. So, oh, great. yes, uh, just a little side note. So getting to my point about sending us an email, if you go on the website, you can ask us a question. You can send us your prayer requests. Uh, it's one of the favorite things we do in this ministry. That's why I was referring to our friend that emailed us asking um, to do a Zoom call together. Mm -hmm. We're really excited about that. And um, you can find all kinds of content, maybe stuff you've never seen before. And if the ministry blesses you in any way, you can click the Donate Now button. Yeah, just go ahead and click that Donate button right now. <laughs> Ding! And also comment while you're watching. Uh, let us know what you think about the devotional, about our discussion about it, about the yes. scripture that we'll be reading. Um, just engage uh, whether you're watching live or on the replay. Uh, we will see it even on the replay. So wherever you're watching, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, um, 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 Rumble, or what else? What did I forget? LinkedIn. Uh, make sure and let us know what you think and comment. That'd be great. And subscribe and share and all the things that Hedia already said. Uh, in the description, you'll find our sponsors, uh, LifeWise being one of those. You go to livelifewise.tv, livelifewise.tv. Uh, and that will send you to our website for the company that uh, will show you all the different supplements that are available. Uh, apparently, I did not know this, but Hedia is addicted, not really addicted, to uh, Dream because it works so well. Yes. And in, 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 we're not really, it doesn't. Melatonin is good for your uh, immune system. Is it, it really? Is. It is, actually. It's so, a great antioxidant for the body. That's one ingredient that's in there, amongst some others. Um, they're all plant-based, and so it's just like you eating a plant. Uh, it's a, There's nothing it tastes chemical. Tastes like saffron. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so go there. Uh, go to StreamYard to use the very product we're using right now to broadcast you. You go to GetStreamYardNow.com. GetStreamYardNow.com. You need to use that URL because, again, it will make sure that the... Um, the company knows that you got it through our podcast. So go to getstreamyardnow.com and try it out. It's free to try it out. And then if you want to purchase some of the, the bells and whistles, you do that. And today, the scripture is Genesis 16, 11 through 16 that we will be referencing. Uh, but uh, for now, we're going to go to A.W. Tozier. Tozier for the Christian leader for October 6th. The title is Stop Tinkering. I got a whole topic of this. Good. The reference is Genesis 16, 13. And um, as, uh, it's, uh, it's King James, so just bear with me. And she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her, Thou God seest me. For she said, I, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? That was pretty good. Thank you. A.W. says, Faith is the least self-regarding of the virtues. It is by its very nature scarcely conscious of its own existence. Like the eye which sees everything in front of it and never sees itself, huh. faith is occupied with the object upon which it rests and pays no attention to itself at all. While we are looking at God, we do not see ourselves. Bless riddance. 
the man who has struggled to purify himself and has had nothing but repeated failures will experience real relief when he stops tinkering with the soul and looks away to the perfect one. While he looks at Christ, the very things he has all has so long been trying to do will be getting done with him. It will be God working in him to will and to do. When we lift our inward eyes to gaze upon God, we are sure to meet friendly eyes gazing back at us. For it is written that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout all the earth. The sweet language of experience is though God seest me. When the eyes of the soul looking, at, looking out to meet the eyes of God looking in, heaven has begun right here on this earth. Keep my eyes fixed on you, Lord. Help me to stop tinkering and realize my total inability to change. I look to you to change me and give me victory as I focus on your friendly eyes looking lovingly at me. Amen. Amen. So, how do you? Oh, my God. Home, homeschool mom. Homeschool mom. Um, would you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you your first teaching moment as a, as a homeschool okay. mom. Can you teach the class mm -hmm. about what this devotional is saying and just sum it up into a synopsis that we can understand? Okay. Uh, stop focusing on yourself and focus on God. Oh. Yeah, just and it, I'll give you the best example. As we all know, I was on the carnivore diet. We were both on the carnivore diet, which is just one of the latest obsessions that I have. Uh, I readily admit I have a health and fitness idol that rears its ugly head every now and then. It goes away and it comes back. Um, it's a, I'm, I don't know, it's a product of my upbringing. Uh, my mom's always been super weight conscious. It's just like something in my family, something I grew up with and it rears its ugly head. Mm. And, uh, this is such a perfect, I just love the words he's saying, because basically it's, it's anything, you know, we, we, when we fix our eyes on God, then we don't look at ourselves. What a blessed riddance, like good riddance. Because when you focus on him, you don't focus on you. And not only uh, is that like, okay, that's great. We focus on God. But he's saying the man who struggles to purify himself has nothing but failure until he stops tinkering. Mm. <laughs> yes. I, it just dawned on me. But, right? Uh, you're connecting Because this. I was telling yeah. Andy yesterday, I said, I felt like the Lord was finally like, daughter, have you given up? Like, stop. Just stop tinkering and let me just heal you like stop being obsessive in one direction or another hmm. stop cutting all of this out and cutting all of that out and putting all of this back in and like stop tinkering and it's literally for me i'm using the example of diet but it could be anything it could be anything you're obsessed with making money um uh your children you know like i'm obsessed with tinkering with their well-being whatever it may be plastic surgery Plastic surgery, you know, whatever your idols are, whatever little idols you have walking around your house. Um, just we have to live our, uh, we have to lift our inward eyes to gaze upon God, and we will see His gaze looking back at us. Wow, that was good. I have nothing that I could add <laughs> to what you sure just said. Sure, you can. I mean, I mean, the carnivore diet was great for me. I, I really did like it. I'm glad that I uh, participated in it. 
Um, I love that you participated I, with me. <laughs> and um, I learned some new things about myself. I love challenging myself yeah. you know, on, on that level. And that's and, always fun. We both love that. Yeah. And I think part of that brings me, for me, it brings me a little bit closer to God because I pray a little bit more often uh, when I'm going through something because it's difficult. Oh. And I and I need, <laughs> just, it was difficult in the beginning. I, I need to spend time with God because it, it kind of gets my mind off of. Uh, and so it's funny because for me, it did the exact opposite. Oh, wow. It made me obsessed on finding out more about the diet. Like I just literally wasted so many hours of my life reading and researching and and. And oh, in full disclaimer, um, I got actually pretty sick and mm. I ended up killing all my good gut bacteria, becoming severely vitamin C deficient. So that shut down like the, my metabolism. I became vitamin D deficient. Like it was a mess. Mm. Um, and I had. But you did read where or watch a video that said that men do much better on the carnivore yes. diet than women. Yeah. Yes. Lost hair. I mean, you named it. You lost it. hair? I mean, just like, I mean, you can't notice, but I notice yeah. like when I brush it, oh. it just because uh, the lack of uh, minerals. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So interesting. So but we did, but in the, in the process, we did learn some things. We did learn, mm -hmm. we found out, you we found did. out some new supplements and some other Absolutely. Things. So it, it, it was, it's all a little bit of process, but I see what you're saying and that, that a bit, when it becomes Sense. an obsession. There's one thing to just say, you know what? I'm going to shift my diet a little bit just to give myself a, it's too extreme. You, know, uh, you know, to lose some pounds or to make my skin shine a little bit more, but you know, but, but don't become obsessive about it. Yeah. I mean, people can do that with the gym too. Everything. You can do that with anything. You can do that with your kids. You can do it with your spouse. Yeah. You can do it with anything. Anything. Anytime you take football. your focus off of God, yeah. you put it onto something else. You run the risk of making an idol. Hmm. So interesting. Uh, we have Carrie on. Just want to say hi before we go much farther. Hello. Carrie. Kareen. Hi, Kareen. She uh, saw a little message from me earlier and, is, and reached out to you with some good information, right? Yes. Oh, it was a question. A question. Yes. Oh, question. It's nice. I, I love this. These people that we gather up in our in our little world. In our world. That uh, pray for us and have uh, these great yes. tips. It's, it's always great. We love hearing from you guys, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of hearing from people, Cindy. Hi, uh, Cindy. She has some wow she has some stories that she tells us that are just something else right <laughs> she has lived a life she has and is currently life. living a life yes fun amazing. never stops love cindy and lisa wood we love hey, her when lisa. she comes over to the house and hangs out and um has a lot of uh, good information that she sends us to some great uh i'm not gonna say conspiracy theories because it, it really turns out that all conspiracy theories at least from our side of the the tracks yeah. Are not conspiracy theories. Did you read the News Week article I sent you about the? Oh, absolutely! It's been the, it's been the talk of all my peeps, uh, Dan Bongino to everybody, everybody. Um, uh, Charlie but is it Kirk any different than what it. we've been saying for? No, a you. Months? I remember you and I did a show probably a year ago, right? Okay. Uh, where you shared that this I, was happening. I, I did articles. On yeah. CP articles. Okay. Yeah. See, we're you know we're we're leading edge, and people are just now Cutting catching edge. up. And Same. leading edge. And leading yeah. edge. And they're just now catching up with us. Right. Is, uh, what's happening here. Um, you know, I wanted you to read the scripture because I have a little thing that I thought about while I was kind of looking into it. But uh, Yeah. So Genesis 16 is the story of um, Hagar giving birth to Ishmael. And so yeah. the beginning is, 
you know, uh, Ishmael, uh, Abram, Abraham says to Sarah, oh, well, you know, we're going to have a child. And she's like, ha, 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 how's that going to happen? So they're like, why don't you sleep with the maid? Really bad idea, of course. Um, and then this is, and then so he sleeps with the housekeeper, with the uh, Hagar, and then Sarah tra- starts to mistreat her. And so um, Sarah, uh, Hagar runs away. Sorry, I keep mixing up those names. Hagar runs away, and then the angel of the Lord says to her, you are now pregnant, and you will give birth to a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery. But he will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him, and he will live in hostility towards all his brothers. She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her, You are the God who sees me, for she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. That is why the well was called Bir Lahai Roy, and it is still there between Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram gave him the name Ishmael to the son she had born. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore him Ishmael. Hmm. True story, folks. Does it say how old Hagar, Hagar was? Anywhere? No, but she was young. Yeah. But I, I think about Sarah uh, in this whole thing, uh, this whole mess. It, it, and I'm not blaming it on her. I'm just saying <laughs> that uh, we are we often are much like her. We we are looking for a quick looking for something, you know, and we are desiring something, and then we just kind of give up. Um, and then we may read some scripture or we may hear somebody's testimony where that thing that you wanted is realized by, by somebody else. And they're saying, you know, it is possible. Yes. It is possible to, for you to get over addiction. It is possible to mend the marriage that is broken of, because of idol, uh, uh, adultery. It is possible to bring your child back uh, to God who, who wandered off. And we go, well, now it's too late. Like Sarah thought mm-hmm. it's, it was, it's too late. Yep. It's not going to happen. And then you make lousy decisions. <laughs> that you, don't, that you don't believe that God has the power um, or you don't realize that, listen, God has a plan. It's just not your plan. It's going to be one or the other. And so we. Especially when he gives you a word. Because mm. when God gives you a word that you don't see happen, then you start to find ways to make it happen. And that's your way. Like yes. you, but you begin to think that God needs help. Right. Like, Am I know, supposed to be pushing this along? Yeah. I think so. God, I uh, start to tinker. Yeah. <laughs> God, I know that your hands are full with the world right now, with uh, you know LGBTQ. You know. Right. May, well, I mean, let me, let me give you let me give you a hand. So the mental game I play mm. is I don't think like God needs help. I I just assume that. Well, I'm supposed to be partnering with God. Mm. And so obviously <laughs> he expects action on my part. Uh, so these are the actions I take to bring about the promise. Mm. When he's just like, you know, the less you do, the better. Can you just stand still? Be still <laughs> and know that I am God. Pray and have faith. Yes. And, um, and, and focus, focus on me. Yes. And stop focusing on you. Such good stuff. Uh, God's amazing. That is amazing. Where he brings us on these devotionals that helps us with things that we are dealing with. Yes. And discussing. We had a Navy veteran. Hey, Louisa. She's a new friend of mine on LinkedIn. What? (laughs) 
Nice to meet you. Nice to see you here. Yes. Louisa. That's how you say that. Yes. Right? Awesome. I love it that she has the additional Navy veteran on there. Thank yeah. you for your service. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, and thank you so much. Um, what else do you get out of uh, Genesis 16? What other? Well, I mean, it's the whole, the origin story for the Muslims. They, they claim mm -hmm. lineage to Ishmael. Uh, there are pastors, there's a school of thought that that's not true, even though, you know, like he claim, even though the Muslims claim it, that that's not true because he said, I will make you a blessed nation because the Lord later on says that. And people are like, well, they can't say that they were, people say there are, that it's people that are um, of that same descent, but they're not the Muslims because God says they'd be blessed. And so they can't be the Muslims and still be considered blessed. Mm. Um, but nobody really can say for sure. Does Ishmael, because I've never read the Quran, uh, read, they say read, 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 read the Quran, uh, Ishmael mentioned in the Quran. Oh yeah, absolutely. They oh. claim lineage to Ishmael. So in the Quran, they actually, yes. Uh, yes. And that he is a legitimate son because he's the firstborn. How's that connect to Muhammad? Uh, lineage down. You know how, like you have a family tree of mm -hmm. Jesus in the Bible, same in Islam in uh. the Quran, there's. The lineage is dated back to Ishmael. Hmm. Trace back. And Muhammad is where, like, two thousand years ago, when Jesus was. I mean, where, where does he come? come oh, out he was in, uh, in the six hundreds, eighty, six hundred years after Christ. After Christ. Oh yeah, that's why we have so much of the Bible and the Old Testament in the Quran. Wow. They were borrowed. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, uh, Louisa says, I wrote that meditation this week. Wrote oh. that meditation. You mean the um, A.W. Tozer? Oh, wow. Faith alone. Amen. Um, wow. Well, I mean, I'm just spinning with questions on Muhammad. Like how... Okay. So well, in the Quran, does it talk about his entire life or does he suddenly appear uh, as a... No, it talks about his origins. And and what was he? Was he uh, also oh, so like how did he how did he become? <laughs> was he also a carpenter? What was he? Uh, no, he was a Bedouin, and he goes into a cave and um, supposedly, of course, mm -hmm. uh, the angel Gabriel talks to him and says, "Read, read in the name of your Lord." And he was illiterate, so uh, mm -hmm. they said that he was reading off of tablets. And so I always tell people uh, that if you think about that, um, John one, Jesus is the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And then the word came and was wrapped in flesh and dwelt among us. Mm. And I said, it's interesting that Muhammad chooses that the first words that angel Gabriel said is read, read what? The word. Meaning he was probably communicating with Christ. Um, and then it just became bastardized. Right. It's interesting because I think I what I believe, if I remember correctly, I read a little bit about uh, LDS uh, Mormons, is that um, Smith, what's his, what's his first name? Yeah, I can't remember. John Smith. John Smith? Something like that. Um, he ran into some Bible, uh, some uh, uh, tablets in New York. Yes, of course. In, in the forest. Well, they have to have some ancient connection yeah. you know they say oh I have i'm not sure when the salamander comes into play but there was a salamander also a talking salamander I know nothing about the but this all happened in new york 
Oh, fascinating. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure it was in like the mountains of New York or something like that. But New is York it? Has mountains? Yeah. Oh. In the uh, northern part of New York. Um, and, um, but it's a, it's also the tablets. Like it's like what, what, you, what can't come up with your own story. What, what like well yeah like it's... Biden they uh, they plagiarize <laughs> the Quran. Joseph Joseph Smith. Thank you for that. Joseph Smith. <laughs> uh, it's, um... I learned this week that that story was very similar to LDS. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So interesting, but. Uh, in Islam, they don't have planets. No. LDS has, they, they, you get a planet. No. They had to make it a little bit cooler. It's not like that. I mean, Scientology too is based off of science fiction because- uh, I think that's where the whole thing of the LDS, I mean, the uh, aliens is coming from yeah. to validate that All the same stuff. belief system. So sorry, I didn't mean to go off into the thing, but your, your Muhammad reading these tablets in the cave reminded me of the-, the No, he story. didn't have tablets. Mm. Well, it depends on who you ask in Islam, but it was the angel Gabriel reciting something to his ear. Some people believed he saw it written in the heavens, um, but he didn't actually get tablets. Uh, he never claimed that something came down. They said the angel Gabriel told it to him. Ah, I gotcha. In Vermont. I mean, it Vermont. it's in that area. <laughs> that makes more sense because I don't remember ever seeing mountains in New York. But he speaks with such affirmation. <laughs> it was a forest. I, like, I don't mean like mountains, like a, like a forest area. Mm -hmm. And in New York in the 1800s. The when... topography of New York does not include. Yes. There's some, the there's big some stuff. Well, not like uh, Mount Everest is not in New York. No. I'm just saying that there's like little well, hills. New York, nor is the Grand Canyon. <laughs> You know, it's a wife's job to be a helper to her husband. And the Israelites are actually, the American Indians are Israelites that made their way over to North America, according to the Mormon. Still faith. wandering? Yeah, they, they came, I think, believe, again, I'm just going to, I'm just telling you. In the Ice it. Age? <laughs> no, from Russia, they, they walked over to like where Russia and then walked down and, and there was, used to be some land that connected and then, Alaska and Russia. And then they put feathers in their hair. And then, yes, then they decided, you know what, while we're over here, we're, this is how we're going to look a little different. We're going to, we're going to put a, we're going to put a bamboo skirt on yeah. and put a feather in our hair. Hey, that's not my story. It's the Mormon story. <laughs> that's what, and they were Israelites. So they were God worshipers. Yes. The American Indians are Israelites. Oh. God. Yeah, so Louisa will tell you. That's she knows. Ridiculous. <laughs> What's your topic? Yeah, I know. exactly. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, Louisa? But the topic is A.W. Tozer, stop tinkering, keep your eyes on God. And the chapter is Genesis 16. So though it looks like we're completely off the reservation, Genesis 16 is a story of Hagar and Ishmael. Yeah, this is, a little, this is our normal show. So, um, Where's your little scripture thing? Where's your little scripture thing? Oh, I'm so sorry. Did you create one? You're confusing, Louisa. <laughs> I'm so not... sorry. Here it is. There it is. Oh, let me get rid of the comment. So sorry. There we go. Genesis 16, 11 through 16. That's how we got on that whole topic. Yes. It, it really is uh, A.W.'s fault that we uh, took a little right turn. No, um, but when if you don't know what scripture won, then it looks like we're just completely... Lost our minds. Yeah. So this... Um, this the, the the strength that we must receive from the holy spirit yes uh is an important one to keep our eyes on god and not on ourselves 
Because yes. it, it is so easy. But we have to listen to it. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because it's so easy to let our flesh and our mind take over and be like, Holy Spirit, just be quiet. I, I've got stuff I got to do. Yeah, we got to talk tinkering. about Mormonism. Yeah, I got it. I'm tinkering. Yeah. I'm tinkering <laughs> with myself. Leave me alone right now. You know what I mean? It's it, it, in order to let him lead, we have to be in perfect peace. We have to submit everything to the Lord. We have to bring our cares and our worries to him. Those, oh, you who are heavy laden, come to me and I will give you rest. Mm. Um, but we don't. We just want to carry the bricks. Would this help us if we if we just continue to practice um, focusing on him and less on us? Would it help us uh, to speak to strangers about Jesus? Of course. Would that would that be more a powerful? Of course. Uh, outcome. Stop thinking of ourselves. So, like, if we're like near a Muslim restaurant, an, an Arabic uh, coffee this, shop. We had this crazy story yesterday. <laughs> I felt so I was so mad at myself, and I wanted to go back, and Andy didn't let me. <laughs> I was. Because there was all of these little muzzy kids, sweet little boys, young boys. They were all teenagers. And one of them had a sweatshirt that said, do the right thing or something, fear God. And I was like, cute sweatshirt. And I wanted to use it as an entree to, you know, you don't have to only fear God. Jesus loves you. Um, but I couldn't, the words would not come out. And there was like a lot of guys. And I think Andy was like, please, this is not start a fight now with like, you know, <laughs> about 18, 24 year old Muslim Arab men, you know, like, let's just, let's just keep going. Well, dude, this is in my defense. And I get, and I get. That. In my defense, uh, I told you when I was in there, I, I, it feels like, and I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm married to a Persian woman right. that there's so many years, especially after 9-11, and even before 9 11, because we had a little area that we were responsible for in Anaheim. That little had Palestine. Little, uh, uh, little Ga the Gaza Strip. The Gaza Strip. Um, that I felt like I was on in enemy territory. And again, I'm so sorry. That sounds really bad, but that it's 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 just left over uh, right. of my time during but wait, and after 9 11. It was kind of like enemy territory. But how do you feel? Like if you're in enemy territory, does that mean you retreat? No, I walk right in there. I mean, as long as I'm in there, but they don't know what's going on in my head is like, I'm looking no. at each one of them. I'm going, which one in here is a terrorist? I'm giving you the analogy. <laughs> I'm giving you, I'm going to give you the analogy. So Sounds so racist. I know. So you understand the question. Okay. You go to school board meetings with all the greenies and mm -hmm. you say what you go in there to say, and you are not afraid. No. So I'm saying, why are you not applying that same pr principle? Yes, you are in enemy territory. Why are you not saying what you're supposed to say? Why don't you have that same boldness? And number one, I'm outnumbered. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> it was me. And, and me. I guess I can count you, but because but you're also a person. Ish. <laughs> Ish. There's like 15, 16, big, burly. And there was a bunch of 20 them. 20-year-olds. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I think it's mostly being outnumbered. And, and you don't think we could say, like, yeah. Um, Louise is asking, did we eat with them? No. Uh, we were outside of the coffee shop. We were walking by because we'd eaten yeah. at a restaurant down the street. They're all very pleasant people. Laughing. It was It was a great And they may effort. not have been that more no. pleasant if I said, do you know Jesus loves no, you? No, I don't think that at all. 
but there is it's just this leftover feeling that I, I i have to shake i have to focus on god focus on jesus that that that's why he put us there is that that's something i've been thinking about it ever since yesterday well because <laughs> they could have turned around and told us to shut the front door yeah but that doesn't mean it was wrong to say it no no they could have gotten angry yeah. like there's no guarantee that it's just because we love jesus that they're not going to get angry right and throw rocks at us. I, I, you know, it also could be, and I'm not sure, if, but I have to really think about this, is that, you know, all we've been seeing lately on our on our channels that we watch, mm-hmm. between Steve Bannon and um, Dan Bongino and The Five, <laughs> is that they show all, you know, what's happening in Philadelphia, what's happening in New York, what's happening in Chicago, is that they just randomly, people are being taken out. They're being stabbed. They're being shot. They're being, you know, beat yeah. with, uh, you know, bricks and stuff like that. It's like, really? Do I feel like fighting for my life right now? I, I'm just, you know, we've had a good meal. <laughs> we are, are enjoying a night. I got this dessert that I want to take home and enjoy. And I'm just thinking, do I want Louisa to do just this? called you out. Look at yeah. that. We read that. The difference with the Muslims is what? The difference with the Muslims, Muslims is the willingness to die for the faith, no matter what. <laughs> you got that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Boom, mic drop. Yeah. But we, Louisa, I used to be a Muslim, in case you didn't know that about me, but you probably know that from my profile. I was a devout Muslim. My whole family's Muslim. Uh, <laughs> is that we are the ones that have to be willing to die for our faith because we know where we go when we die. Yeah. We should be the ones that are fearless. I did not come to bring peace, but to bring war, to bring a sword. That's what Jesus said. Wait, if, you're what? Not, if you're not willing... To sacrifice, I did not come to bring peace, but I came with a sword hmm. to make war. Really? Yes. Why do we think it's the other way around? I don't know. <laughs> he said to turn the other cheek if somebody hurts you, but I don't know. They're, yeah, they're, but... it's hard to it's hard to explain. But in and other words, for, it's the context for your of the faith, scripture, as yes. opposed to you know somebody just hurts your feelings. Right. Yeah. Louisa says. If somebody enters the faith, they cannot leave. I left. <laughs> I'm just an apostate now. That's all. I'm Todd, subject to death. Wow. They, you cannot leave or they do not? They do they not fear not the you you one leave. that could take your body, but fear the one that could take your body and your soul. Mm. That's who we fear. Is she correct in that? You cannot leave. Um, you cannot leave just to leave, but you can leave if you if you have Jesus, if you have the Holy Spirit. No, I left without Jesus. Did you? Yeah, I mean, Jesus has been with me the whole time, but I didn't know Jesus at the time. Mm. This is interesting. Lisa brings up. Am I am I supposed to be concerned about what? She said you can't leave. That she's saying by Islamic law. Oh, by Islamic law. Yeah, she's not saying according to Christianity. She's saying by Islamic law, oh. you're not allowed to leave. She left LD. Oh, she, whoa. whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. How did we, we, we start talking, we rarely talk about LDS. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, she's saying, yeah, oh. Jesus can lead us to victory, but Muslims don't let you leave. Right. And neither does the LDS, right? Congratulations. We just seem so God. authoritative there. I thought maybe she knew something. No, discernment. <laughs> You don't trust me? I what trust, in the I trust world? Jesus. 
Uh, discernment. Yes, we have to have discernment. And I felt very strongly pulled to say something, but then I felt it wasn't fair for me to jeopardize Andy's safety because he'd have to defend me. So <laughs> I figured if uh, if he wasn't prepared, then it wasn't right for me to do it. Yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't caring at the moment. Yeah. That but I. I'm glad we came up with. I, I I found a way to bring it up without bringing it up. I wanted you to, to to, to, to talk about it. No, talk yeah, talk about okay. our, our time in there, and um, just for clarification, yes, most of them you would say were um, uh, Saudis or no, they were mixed. The the kid who had the sweatshirt was probably Bosnian. He was fair in his complexion. Mm. Um, his just kind of looked Bosnian or. Uh, You're very good at picking out these people, like the between Turkish, Egyptian, Persian. Well, see, that's what people. I used to have an African uh, nanny for my daughter, and sh she said, "You know, you guys all look the same to me." And I was like, "That's really funny you say that because you guys all look the same. Like, I can't tell Africans apart. Yeah. Um, but I could tell Middle Eastern people apart. Yeah. But I can't tell Africans. Is like it the, the facial con construction or is it what they're wearing? No, no, it's their face, mm. their complexion, um, height, height, build, eyes, nose. Mm. Uh, and if I hear them speak, their accents. Uh, yeah, you're really good at that. And that's also because I spent some time. I always ask you, I go, where are they from? You go, yeah, you know, Athens. <laughs> yeah, we went to a Pakistani restaurant last night, went and had Daisy food, and Andy asked me, six times if it was Indian or Pakistan. <laughs> well, because of the curry, uh, I kept smelling the curry. So I kept thinking it was Indian. But he also saying... asked me if I rode a camel when we first met. So <laughs> That's how sophisticated, how culturally sophisticated my husband is. I love him. Nonetheless. That was my pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. You have a camel. <laughs> and, do you eat, and do you eat falafel? He was fascinated by falafel, apparently. Yeah, that's not a Persian thing. All right. I thought it was. I thought it was Persian. Radical grace, amen, Louisa. Oh. Radical grace, so blessed. Thank you, Louisa, for having so many comments. We uh, love having this discussion with you. Yeah. But LDS, how long were you in um, yeah. LDS? And. Um, and we missed, uh, uh, we have to go back to Carrie's oh. comment. Oh. And Carrie said, we ask God to help. And then God starts to work slowly. And then we say, okay, we got this now. Thank you, God. <laughs> tinker, tinker. <laughs> no, it's our takeover. So true. <sighs> uh, I brought up seven. Uh, Louisa brought up Romans seven and eight. What? Where? Yeah. Uh, that's right. There. Oh, yes. So I brought up Romans. But it's it's a lot. Like which part? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, just the law. Okay, yes, mm. being released from the law. Um, you can't go on sinning just because we're not under the law anymore. It's the it's the concept of um, we do we live by grace, but it doesn't mean that we sin um, be just because we have grace. Mm. Um, and I was wondering what the context was that she brought that up. I can't remember what we were talking about at the time. Yeah, just not sure if it was seven, eight or seven and eight. Uh, let's see. 17, 17 years. years. Wow. And what made you leave? 
What in the world is Carrie's? Carrie, what does that word mean? Punxsutawney? Oh, uh, that's that... uh, the um, the the animal that tells us when winter's coming. Punxsutawney Phil. The the beaver. Is it a beaver? No, what is it? Is it a beaver? The groundhog? Oh, groundhog. Yes. If he comes out and sees a shadow, uh -huh. then it's... Yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> and that's in relation to the Arab kids that, that we wanted to witness to? I'm so lost. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just so everybody can see what we're talking about. And that, is that how you spell it? I just I so know. overwhelmed by Carrie. how big. Yeah, that Carrie was. is so darn smart. Right. Wait, we're gonna. It, it's a groundhog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For you simple folk. And uh, Louisa said, "I don't know. No, we're, fit this in. Penal atonement. Um, how she got saved. Oh. Oh. So is that another way of saying? Is that You're... a sophisticated way of saying in jail? Because <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Or she was working the jails. One of, or yeah, <laughs> one of my really dear friends um, was saved in prison. Radical. Oh, Carrie says it sounded like I said pucks. It's something. Yeah. Oh. It's possible. <laughs> Is this my con? Is it? Can you hear me? <laughs> um, wow, seventeen years. That's amazing. That is, and you were a in Islam for 20, 22 years. Twenty two years. That is still, you know, pretty significant amount of time of your life. My whole whole adult life until you, right yeah. before you. Hmm. Well, obviously. Now I'm a homeschool mom. I'm your prize. God brought you out. You so, are so my that... prize. <laughs> he brought me out just to marry you. <laughs> or more likely you are my prize like, i got this woman i've been saving for you i've kept her in this cult <laughs> i've been i've been saving her. i've been waiting for you to stop all your nonsense andy yeah um, and, then, and then and then i and then i stopped i asked for forgiveness i repented he goes okay i'm gonna bring her out i'm gonna <laughs> open the curtains of islam the, the black curtains that uh <laughs> You take off your head covering, throw it back. <laughs> oh, literally, <laughs> all that you, happened. Did, when you took it off, did you throw your hair like slow motion? <laughs> did you just like let your hair down? You know, Jim, right? My friend, yeah. he's like, I just want to see what your hair looks like. He's like, just once, just come on, just take it off and just shake it. <laughs> he used to say that to me all the time, just to be annoying. <sighs> oh my gosh. That is so funny. Oh, okay. Thank you for all the great wow. question, Louisa. Yeah, and so great to once meet again, you. So happy for you. Welcome to the family. I hope she doesn't go back to LDS after watching our show. No, are she you goes, kidding? Well, She's very excited. She thinks we're fascinating. <laughs> I came out of LDS for this. <laughs> no, definitely not for this. <laughs> for this nonsense. Not prison, not cult. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh, all right, Schnugs. Anything else? Nope. We, uh, oh, we didn't ask for prayer. Anybody need prayer for anything? Oh, right. So we now have to stay on for a couple more minutes. So, um, yeah, want to share with us like a recipe or anything? <laughs> <laughs> but anybody need prayer for um, yourself or for somebody in your life? Or, um, because I know, I know I need prayer. You do, yeah. Mm -hmm. The joy of the Lord here. 
da, da, da. I don't know what happened to Cindy. We lost Cindy. She could have fallen asleep. <laughs> really? Because I think most of this talk was right up her alley. I think so, too. Cindy, where are you? Are you not on? Have you left us? You saved me from making a mistake. Oh, oh no. Now we, gotta, we gotta know. Now we gotta know. Were you gonna drunk dial? What were you gonna do? Drunk dial. <laughs> so the worst, Louisa. Don't don't drink and dial or push buttons nowadays. But I still like to call it drink and dial. I had the greatest discussion today. So I went to um the football game, the high school football game. Yes. Um to to watch Ray Cheer and sat next to um uh, Riley's dad. Okay. I'm just leave it at that. Okay. Uh, and he told me a little bit of his journey oh. coming to Christ nice. and who he was and who he is now. Um, and um, I'm trying to think of how I, I just want to think of how to word it. Okay. That. It's a work in progress or. No. But really his, his wife saved him. His wife saved him uh, and brought him to Christ. Uh, after they were married, so it's like mid-marriage. Yeah, he was like, uh, participating in debauchery. He was married and got a divorce, and and uh, then oh, their was, second. I didn't know yeah, they were a second marriage. Yeah, okay. and was um, you know partaking, and then uh, was not. He was just. I'm never getting married again. I'm just gonna sound familiar. Play golf and and have fun and do shenanigans, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, uh, he meets his wife, and. Wow. Um, and brings him to Jesus Christ, and and then he ends up having two kids and going to church, and wow. and is part of a men's uh, becomes part of a, a Bible study with a with a life group. Lovely. That he didn't have any of any intention. He said no to begin with, and then ended up getting involved in the in the in the group. And uh, awesome. he thought it, it became they became family. He, he said the, the funny thing, the, the first thing that made me think about it was that he was he's older. Than everybody else, he's older than his wife. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> and then he walks into the 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 group, and every he said everybody in there could have been my kid or my grandkid. Oh, they're all married really? though. They're they're married couples, but interesting. Know, they usually they're older than everybody. Yeah, no, you know? <laughs> this this group with and the youngins. He, and he goes, but after a while, we became the best of friends. All of us became, but and we're still friends to this day. That's beautiful. And uh, I thought it was a great story that he shared with me. It was funny because we we're sitting there in the stands with all the other parents, and he, he, he you know, he, we were all just sharing. And oh, I know everybody around us could hear us talking. That's I thought, so sweet. Yeah, I thought I it was that. pretty interesting. So Lisa says we answer. We are an answer to prayer. Oh, I love that. She was about to unfollow some people because it felt hurt, but it doesn't matter. I forgive, and I have a short memory. Wonderful um, quality. Unless the people are abusive, and you need to get rid of them. That's a whole other thing. Because some people, I realized that with the Lord, it was also very difficult for me to accept. And now um, I'm a little better at it, that sometimes people come in our lives for a season. Um, God will bring them there to help us grow, um, to help us learn. And then we move on. We move to a different stage in life and those people are no longer with us. And it's as long as we have peace in our heart about it. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, with, you know, relationships changing. Um, I think it's just important to keep track of, are they good relationships? Are they positive relationships? Are they edifying? Um, because what place does light have with darkness? Um, it should have none. 
So when you're of the light, uh, you should walk with people in the light as opposed to with people that are in darkness. This is interesting. I, we uh, had a discussion earlier with Leandra uh, Blades, who is a, a school board uh, trustee at a, in our school district who uh, we're close to and uh, a former police officer. And she was sharing, and I'm not sure how much this reflects what Louisa just said, but it, it has to do with people that that either purposefully, purposefully, or somehow wrong us, mm -hmm. uh, you know, easily. Like as, as police officers, both of us, uh, you know, get have people that call us names and spit on us and kick us. But what what's what's interesting? Our training and and um, Leandra and I were discussing that I, I brought this up to Leandra is that we developed a skill over the years of being a police officer that we take it and then move on. <laughs> we don't care. Like we, they can say, and we kind of, they'll be in the back of our police car and they'll say, your mother, blah, 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 and you are, and, and we just yep. drop them off of jail and we go on to the next call. We don't even think about it. And so that, that skill or that thick skin that we develop comes in handy, especially in and being a trustee. Right, it comes in handy for good things, and it also can be a hindrance. Really? Yes. Because mm. then, when it comes to the ones you love, you still have thick skin. No. Oh. <laughs> but uh, but it, but then, in our community and in, in social media and that kind of stuff, you will have people say stuff, and maybe it's not directed to you, but we do get offended by it, you know. Yeah. And and but the thing that Leanne and I were discussing is that you know what's interesting is that we can just like move on, and we can just we can un we can unfriend them. I often don't. Yeah, you love it. <laughs> um, but uh, if they're not really going to affect me and that kind of stuff, then it's, it's pretty easy for us to move on. But it is a skill, and that's that's my point for beginning this up. It's something that you have to you have to kind of go to God with and, and yes. understand that He loves you. Um, he is uh, should be our, what we surround our, ourselves in and wrap ourselves up in, and that you know He'll give us the uh, direction. That we should take from there and not hold on to that stuff because some people just are they're just bad people they're just and some people. people are just hurt, hurt yep. hurting people hurt other people yeah yep um often the case yeah but if we take that with us to you know home and to to bed it makes it hard to sleep um so it, the skill of do not let the sun them, go down on your anger yeah trying to uh, get that skill of just like you know what do not give the devil a foothold yes Yes, schnooks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you need prayer for? Um, just my homeschool journey I'm about to go on. Mm. And just making right decisions. So let's just pray. And I want to pray for Louisa, too. Um, dear Lord, thank you uh, for bringing us um, our new friend, Louisa, and for saving her and redeeming her and bringing her out of LDS, Lord. You are the great redeemer, the miracle worker. Uh, we're so grateful to be part of the family of God, and we ask that you bring her overwhelming joy and that you surround her with wonderful sons and daughters that will edify her and that will lift her up and speak life over her and um, help her carry her burdens. There's nothing like um, wonderful friends. I, I'm so grateful for the wonderful people who walk alongside me, both that we know online and that I have in person. My dear friend Jolene that came to visit today It's just so um, it's such a blessing to be surrounded by a family of believers, Lord. So we ask that you surround all of our friends with a family of believers, um, including 
uh, Carrie, who's home alone, that she um, finds family and community here with us online and bless her husband and Cindy and her community and her church that she's building um, and bless our children, Lord. Give us discernment for um, the path forward and how we draw our kids closer to you, Lord. They are our first ministry. Our children are our first responsibility to you, Lord, and that we raise up godly, spirit-filled children. Uh, we love you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask all things. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Nice to meet Bye. you, Louisa. Yes. God bless.